people that like, like I know for you, every meal is like the greatest meal you've ever eaten. So you're like really like a Zen living in the moment, content kind of person. But are you a person that looks forward to Thanksgiving day? Like, Oh man, I can't wait. It's Thanksgiving. Yes. Really? Yeah. The look I, on your face says no, even though the words Well, okay, so, well, it's just different. Like, I think Maddie and I both realized last year, when you eat three of these meals, <laughs> you're just like, oh, okay. Like. In the same day? And they're just back to back to back oh. days. You know? I think that was our, that was last year. It was like Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night. Is, is there any, is there any part of like the, thanksgiving food thing that you're like oh i cannot wait this is my favorite which part um well i really really like like hash brown casserole oh really yeah my mom makes a just a banging hash brown casserole yeah it's delicious you like most of the stuff that your mom makes yeah well we have some like i'm not a green bean guy (laughs) she there's something we just have respect on like like because i will gas her up on all the things I love. Yeah. yeah but yeah. there are things I don't like and she's okay with it because I think I just give her so much goodwill on the things that I do like. Like you don't like your mom's brownies. Don't like my mom's brownies. <laughs> a lot of people love my mom's brownies. They're just not my thing. I think they're more like cake. Yeah, it's it's a it's like a sheet cake with an inch of frosting on it. If it was advertised as that, then um you then, know then you'd be more open and receptive. Yeah. Are you so you're looking forward to the hash brown casserole. Yeah. Is that an is that an occasion where your dad is going to make his chicken and dumplings like Thanksgiving? Oh, really? No. Because I had a great aunt who she made chicken and dumplings every Thanksgiving. And oh, really? Like the greatest dumplings ever. Um, yeah, I I, I uh, would love that. I love my dad's chicken and dumplings. They're like my favorite thing like ever. For me, Thanksgiving equals like Sister Schubert's yeast rolls and and dumps yeah like chicken and dumps do you still make chicken and dumps no my little sister after my great aunt passed um my little sister like took over the management of the recipe and Mm. she's very good at it i bet she is but she lives in charlotte and we don't really see her at thanksgiving do you think there are regional thanksgiving foods like if you're in the northeast do you eat like a thanksgiving flounder or something (laughs) Or like, or if you lived in like, if you were like <laughs> in the Pacific Northwest, would you eat it's over. like no. what? <laughs> I'm sure there are regional Thanksgiving foods. I'm just Thomas. wondering. Yeah, what's your favorite character in The Little Mermaid, Thomas? Uh, um, probably Prince Eric. <laughs> <laughs> you look kind of like Prince Eric. Do I? A little bit. Yeah, if you had like a vest on. No, I like, uh, what's his name? Sebastian. Yeah, Sebastian. Yeah, there's probably regional Thanksgiving foods. Um, is there anything, like, do you do the traditional, like, the family plays touch football in the front yard after eating or anything like that? Uh, I think I always wish that we would, but we just don't. We never have. Thomas's family we'll get like a nice friendly competition game of bocce ball going at the beach. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just wondering like you, you guys hitting that touch football. What do you, what do you have in as a Bev for Thanksgiving? Um, you're going to have like a, um, 
Like, are you like a whose house? Team? Whose house are we at? Oh, you're at you're <laughs> at you're at Carol's house. Probably like a glass of wine. Okay. Honestly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but like at but at Lynn and Becky's. Lynn and like, Becky's. No, it's like, like, like crisp, brisk iced ooh, tea, water. What? Yeah. <laughs> For Thanksgiving? Yeah. Water or an not ALA. even like a lemonade or an ale. Okay. Yeah, like depending on what they have in store, like yeah, could be a nice ginger ale. Right. Could be a nice. I mean, like Carol's. We may go wassail. Like. We may end the meal with some wassail. What? Have you ever had wassail? Uh, yes. Oh, man. Do, do you sing the song? I don't know the wassail song. Here we come a wassailing <laughs> along the leaves so green. Here we come a wassailing so fair to be seen. Love and joy come to you and it to you and something too. And God bless you and send you a happy new year. And God send you a happy new year. Christmas music, Thomas. Oh, oh well, I know the t- I know the tune. Yeah, it is. Hey, yeah, this episode is brought to you by the playlist. Christmas time is here. It's a collaborative playlist mm. by the producers and creators and content directors of the show. It's not the most advertised Christmas playlist, but it's a good one. Yeah, it's a solid one. Yeah, it's really good. It's more of a jazzy. Mm. Like you want this on in the evening. While you're enjoying your glass of wine, of wassail, <laughs> it's probably like it's the type of music that you would listen to stargazing. I think wassail is like a, it's like, it's like a British sangria. It's like <laughs> it's so yummy. It makes it, your house but, smell delicious. But it's thick. <laughs> I just put some mullein spices in a pot with some wine and have at it. Delish. <laughs> and your house smells yummy. You don't even need to light a candle. Welcome to Ancient and New. Mm. This is a this is a, a a two for one. You get a nice Christmas bev and a little potpourri for the house. Yeah, all happening at the same time. Potpourri. Wow, I haven't thought of that word in a while. Yeah, you got a you got a scripture you want to take us to? Yes, Mark seven. Um, Mark seven. That's fun. Um, while we're while we're directing our attention and our hearts to mark seven and you're heading like into thanksgiving are there any like movies or like just as we like start to point towards the christmas season and thanksgiving and everything are there like movies or books or stories that you're like "Mm, i take this in every year during this time well i mean yeah um muffet's christmas carol is oh my favorite christmas movie (laughs) when when sam the eagle says it's the American way. <laughs> Rizzo the rat whispers in his ear and he says, the British way. The British. <laughs> Man, no, I just, I love, I love, I'm, I'm like on a big Muppet kick right now. Mm. You know? That's nice. Um, and I said this last night at a thing we were at together and I felt guilty about it, but I realized like when my kid is two or three and can choose his own show, of course yeah. I'm going to let him watch what he wants. Right now, he doesn't know. What are you so gonna I'm going to pick when he, what I want to watch. What are you going to do when he's like three years old and he chooses Logan or Deadpool? Well, no. Okay. No, I don't, I'm not even allowed to watch Deadpool. <laughs> when, when middle schoolers and high schoolers are like, bro, you got to watch Deadpool. I'm like, no, I don't. No, I don't. Like, I don't need to watch some movie about some Casanova knife-slinging guy who is whatever. Like, is I that what you think the movie is? I guess. <laughs> what else would it be? He's a mercenary, the merc with the mouth. I oh, thought gosh. he was like kind of yucky. Casanova, can can you take us to Mark chapter four or to Mark chapter seven, please? <laughs> but, are you about to try to stump me? Um, I'm I'm gonna look at one. Actually, it's like one little phrase for this. I'm sorry, I'm tired. Our baby's sick, so just to 
you know. It, you didn't hear this, folks, but Thomas started this recording with a yawn. Oh, you edited the exact it out. note of C. Yeah. The, I'll listen. To, I'll listen to my Christmas playlist. I'll listen to Christmas Carol. Oh, Red also Jim from Dale. you. Yeah, it's fantastic, dude. I so okay. Every year, I read the Christmas Carol to my kids. Thomas knows this. I'm saying this to the audience. And so I will stretch by um, listening to Jim Dale mm. read the Christmas Carol. Yeah. But like, it's not quite time for that yet. So no kidding, I have been listening to um, Harry Potter audiobooks man just Golly. to listen to jim dale's voice again that's fantastic they just went to diagon alley and got like oh so you wand. started from scratch yeah like the wand the owl the cauldron man. books the robes the met draco wow. the whole thing it's so good yeah dude i'm jealous i can't wait Ugh. the key is can i stop my harry potter listening to get to the no christmas carol? <sighs> you can't you we all know that the good thing is christmas carol is like three hours yeah it's short okay so i can just hit pause yeah, you could Harry. literally, on one of your days off, you could, on a Wednesday, you could stop Harry Potter, Thursday, Christmas Carol, Friday, Harry Potter. You're a hizzard wary. You're a hizzard wary. <laughs> You're a hairy wizard. <laughs> uh, Christmas time is here. A Spotify playlist brought to you by Ancient and New. That's right. Find it on mine or Lee's account. Um, or Thomas's. What? Or Thomas's account. Is it just on mine? Yeah, it's actually, it's, you're the, you're, it's, it says by Tom H. Cox. Oh, mine says by two people. You would be. Really? Interesting. That is interesting. Um, anyways, all right, so we're going to Mark 7. Man, that was the longest. That's okay. I'm going to miss my Taylor Swift tickets. <laughs> Everybody's missing them. The whole thing's shut down. There's not going to be anybody in the audience right now. Oh, man, poor Taylor. Maybe she'll have to give them away for free. All right, here we go. I'm, I think I'm going to start verse 33. Okay. Um, this is a moment where uh, Jesus heals a man who was deaf and could hardly speak. And um, there's just a little thing at the end of this little story that I have I just caught my eye this morning, cool. which was exciting. So after he took him aside away from the crowd, Jesus put his fingers into the man's ears. Then he spit and touched the man's tongue. He looked up to heaven with a deep sigh. He said, uh, I'm not even going to try. Ephratha. Ephratha. There's no R in there. It sounds like he's hawking a loogie. That's what I've always thought. Which means be open. At this, the man's ears were open, his tongue was loosened, and he began to speak plainly. Jesus commanded them not to tell anyone. But the more he did so, the more they kept talking about it. People were overwhelmed with amazement. He's done everything well, they said. He even makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. And so I the first time when I read this this morning. Maybe for the first time in my life, the thing that stood out to me was the idea that people were overwhelmed with amazement. Yeah. They just were uh, overcome with it. I just thing after thing he did, they were just shocked and in awe of it, which I, I thought was just a fantastic way to start my morning today to think about being overwhelmed with amazement with Jesus and taking a moment and writing that down, just overwhelmed with amazement underline. Okay, go. And Ooh, yeah, when you just started listening, I just started listening to him and which, you know, bright and early. I didn't have coffee yet because I'm not like this is. I'm gonna paint the picture. Like our our baby last night, like puked for the first time in his life, and I, I don't mean God. spit up. Like he like heaved, and it was coming out of both ends, and he just was a mess, and it was so sad. To and, quote Eric Mason, 
Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. Yeah, it was, it's pitiful. It's so sad when they do that because they don't know what's happening and they're, you yeah. know, they've probably rolled around in it a little bit. It's just sad. And he was sick and, you know, we were we were tired and when I got out of bed, I, 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 he actually was asleep. So I thought, I want to do as little as possible to wake this kid up so I didn't make coffee and do anything that would make noise. I just tiptoed over to my little spot and I started reading and um, I read this line and it was, people were overwhelmed with amazement. And when we've talked about this before, but when you read a story like this, which I've probably given three young life talks on, I've, I've read it a lot to have something brand new, jump off the page is something that I'm like, okay, I'm not going anywhere else, but right here. And I'm going to, I'm going to steep in this for a little bit and to wake up, you know, to be half awake, having your quiet time and you know, you're not, I'm not there, but to take a moment, write that down and intentionally write things that have just, overwhelmed me with amazement about the Lord. And honestly, a lot of it were things that like didn't and should have. So when I wrote them down and I thought about it, Mm, it brought it to me. When I was consciously thinking about things and deciding like, what are just some amazing things the Lord has done for me? The more I wrote, the more overwhelmed I got, the more joyful I felt, the more thankful I felt. And I was ready for my day. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool that it had the, that the exercise had the power of um, time traveling, time traveling you back to things that had already happened in your relationship with the Lord, and, sure. then, and then caused you to feel them differently. Mm. That's a really cool. That's a really cool exercise. I'm, I'm like, I want to try it. I'm, and I'm want to encourage our fellow listeners to to try that as well. I was thinking about things that. <clears throat> I was just thinking about that feeling of being overwhelmed with amazement and mm. times when it happens when you don't like, like nobody has to tell you to be overwhelmed with amazement. I'm specifically thinking of being in Jeffrey's basement with you and Rob and Jack and Jeff and, and uh, Jalen Hyatt got his third touchdown versus Alabama. And Whew. you grabbed my shoulder and said, three, that's three. And then Jalen Hyatt did three fingers. And then you started shaking me because you were like, he gets it too. And we were, everybody was just jumping and shouting and stuff. And it's just like, sometimes life hands you a thing and it's like, nobody has to tell you to be overwhelmed with amazement. You're just overwhelmed with amazement. But there's something really, really cool about, I don't want to use the term spiritual discipline, but like the exercise that you're describing that mm-hmm. like, I'm going to put this heading overwhelmed with amazement, mm-hmm. underline it. And then I'm just going to start listing things Jesus has done. Mm-hmm. And as I do it, I'm going, you, you used a phrase, you said I became more and more overwhelmed. That's so cool, man. What a, what a great moment and what a great exercise. And, um, I think for a lot of us, and I think this is definitely true for me, it's just easy when I'm not intentional to just let life roll over me. Mm, yeah. And so there's not a ton of highs, not a ton of deep lows. It's just, there's just a lot of blah. And Yeah, you wake up and it's three months later and you're like, yeah, oh, oh. huh, how, huh. wow. And even if I've read a lot of scripture in there, or I've had some good conversations, or I've had some hard days, or whatever, it's easy to like, hmm, yeah. But like, to intentionally think, what are some things Jesus has done for me? 
and they could be th- like, I'm, I'm guessing some of the things are like just things, you know, from scripture, but some of the things are like specific things for you and Maddie or for you and your family or for you and yeah. some of your friends and stuff like that. And it's like th- that kind of intentional groundwork, taking pa- hitting pause in your day and saying, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make myself overwhelmed with amazement. Mm. I think it's really cool. Thanks. I also think the, the, the line that jumped out for me was right after that, literally the okay. next sentence where um, it says, he has done everything well, they said. Like the idea that this is what people said about Jesus. Um, I think it's easy to look at your life, to look at prayers that haven't been answered yet or things that you've been told no about by Jesus to shake. I know for me, it's like, it's easy to like, ask the why question, shake my fist at the heavens or to be upset or confused or whatever. But to like to plant your foot and make a jump cut and to say, no, what I'm going to declare is he does everything well. Mm. He does, he does beautiful things. Like he is, he is good. Mm. He's got good plans and good intentions. I read this thing one time. I've probably talked about it on here before. I read this thing one time by F.B. Mayer when he said um, he was talking about that place in Romans chapter 8 where Paul says, um, we know that God causes all things to work together for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. And F.B. Mayer said, it is true that God has a beautiful plan in all the things he's doing. The only people who say that are the people who love God. Mm-hmm. Like It's the prerogative, the way he said it is the it's the prerogative of those who love God to believe about him that everything he's doing, he's working together for good. Um, so I like this statement that these people made. He has done everything well. Mm. Like that's a cool, that would be a cool addition into the intentionality of that exercise that you're describing is to say like, there's some things that Jesus has done that overwhelm me with amazement. And I also want to add this. Everything he does is good. Yeah. That's cool. Thanks. Where are you taking us? Romans chapter five. I, I, um, Thomas has been in enough Bible studies with me, with young people and with, and with not so young people and stuff that he knows that I do this every now and then, which is I'll find kind of like clutch places in scripture. And like the thing that I'll do is I'll read them a couple of times. I'll encourage people to read them. And then the, the whole lesson is, just extract out of this the encouraging truths and turn them into a list and put that list somewhere where you can find it. Yeah. Um, so that at any point that you want to, you could find a crazy cool list of things that are true of you because mm. of Jesus. So we're going to do that in Romans chapter five. Love it. So be on the lookout. Here we go. Get your um, antenna up. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in hope, in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, character, hope, and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. You see, at just the right time when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. 
Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person, someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Um, that's as far as I'm going to go, but there are already some cool things to extract out. Like, give me an example of something you would extract out of that onto a list of like, oh, this is stuff I want to keep in my back pocket. Well, I loved the imagery of God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Just like we, I have this, uh, we have a bunch of plants around our house Yeah, and we have this measuring cup. There's a glass measuring cup and all the numbers wore off. And so it's just a, it's basically a small glass pitcher now, but that's my plant watering cup and I keep it in the yeah. windowsill because there's no need to wash it. We don't use it for anything other than that. So I just leave it in the windowsill and um, it's my thing that I just water plants with. And I just, right. I love the idea of like God's love being poured out just in my heart like that. Yeah. Just like water to a plant. It's a visual it's like, medium. I was just doing signs with my hands. <laughs> Everybody knows what it looks like to pour something out. Yeah. 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 So that, yeah. Um, one for me is I have peace with God. Mm. God and I are all right. We're fine. Mm. We're, there's no beef. Like there's no, you know, when you have, like when you have, um, when somebody's upset with you and you know them well enough to know that they're upset with you and you can kind of, you can kind of smell it yeah. in the relationship and you're like, are we okay? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we're fine. Cause they don't want to talk about it right now. Mm. Cause maybe it's not a good time to, or maybe they don't just. Are you don't. hinting at something with me right now? Do what? Are you hinting at something with me right now? <laughs> no. Okay. We're about to have a hard conversation. <laughs> no. On air. <laughs> How awkward that be? I have nothing with UT, um, but the I, I bring that I bring that up to say like I hate that feeling. I hate that feeling in relationships of knowing like I think you're upset with me and you don't want to talk about it, and I don't really want to talk about it either. Mm. But I would rather t- deal with it than this feeling, the yeah. feeling where I oh, think I'm yeah. in trouble. Yes. Oh yeah. Um. So <gasps> here's something for your back pocket. You're not in trouble with God. Hmm. You have peace with God. It's not a feeling you ever have to have. Yeah, you do, you're cool. not. You're not in trouble. I can't hear the idea of having peace with God without thinking of the Evie Hill sermon. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. If you want to know what Thomas is talking about, then text me off thread, and I'll send you a Dropbox link. Yeah, I, I was reading this thing in uh, the Book of Isaiah this morning, and it was it was so cool. It was talking about having peace with the Lord. And how that correlates with trust and trusting him. Ooh. And I just thought like, wow. Uh, uh, yes. Like in, in my personality, uh, and like, I'm, I'm like, I, this is, this is going to sound so, this is going to so like box me up, but I really do. I peace really matters to me. It's really important to yeah. me. I don't just like what you're saying. The idea of feeling in trouble with somebody is, incredibly painful just as much as the idea of actually going through the conflict that is going to get me past the trouble feeling that I have is painful. Like all the things I just would give me the peace. So I I find myself, there are things that I ask the Lord for like on a daily basis. And if you had like a count on them, I think peace is probably like number one or number two, Mm -hmm. you know, just like things I'm going to ask the Lord for today, which one, you know, what would be the most asked for in Thomas's life? If there's one of those word charts that has the ones that are used the most that are the yeah, biggest. Yeah, yeah. It would be word cloud. Word cloud, yeah. Like a piece would just be 
busting off the page, like 300 font or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, because it's super important to me. Um, and it's not even because I am like a, I don't know. I just, it's just really important to me. So to, to read about how to have it and the fact that I do have it and to be reminded of that yeah. is something that's really helpful for me. Yeah. When I was, um, when I was in middle school, I got to go to a, um, the, a hockey game, an ice hockey game for like the local Knoxville mm. team. Yeah. And it was before they were the ice bears. It was, they were like the Cherokees or something like that. It was way back in the day. Yeah. And, um, one of my buddies had an aunt and uncle who owned the team. They were their part owners in the team. Oh. And it's still actually, buddies with them. Do what? Still buddies with them. Well, I mean, we don't hang out or anything, but I mean, I we still consider, I still consider him a friend. This episode's brought to you by the Knoxville Ice Bears. His little brother is Corey Simmons. Oh, okay, yeah. So Corey's aunt and uncle um, used to be part owners of this ice hockey team, and so Jonathan was like, "Hey, do you want to go to an, a hockey game with me?" And I was like, "Sure, I've never been to a hockey game." Come to find out, we're not just going to the hockey game. We were the ones who went out on the ice to like um, to move the like practice. They had these little things out for practice. To, they were skating around before the game started, and then we got to go into the locker room when the coach was giving a pregame speech, and then they gave me like a puck nice. from their practice puck. You still have it? Um, no, oh. but like it was one of these things of like I. I thought I was just going to a game. Mm -hmm. I had VIP access to everything Sick. about this experience. Yeah, that's we awesome. got concessions for free. We got to, we, we were, <clears throat> our seats were right behind the glass and a fight mm -hmm. broke out right in front of our faces. Nice. There was like an inch of plexiglass separating us from a fist fight. Yeah. But it was just like the VIP access of like, you know, the right person, you're going to get to do everything. Mm. Um, Nora and Anna are trying to get tickets to Taylor Swift today. And I was asking them about some of their friends. They were like, yeah, our, our, friend, our friend Savannah, she's probably going to get those floor seats where you actually have a chance to like go back and meet Taylor. And I'm like, dang. What? Yeah. But to have this access. person like, like selling that. a kidney or something? <laughs> How do you? <laughs> but to have access like that. Yeah. And this, so there's a Sorry. verse at the beginning of, of Romans chapter five that says, uh, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith mm -hmm. into the grace of into this grace in which we now stand. Wow. It's like, I have gained access to Gracetown. Okay. Just, I stand in grace. I love like, it. Like, I have VIP access to all the grace. Hmm. Because I didn't just go to this game. I went to this game with Jesus, the maker of everything. Yeah. That is such a cool thing to hang around your neck. It's like, you have this VIP pass into grace. And there's so many more cool things in Romans chapter five. What I would consider, especially with the writings of the apostle Paul is every now and then, especially like you come to a book and you're reading through it. Look for the moments in the book where he goes off on a tangent of a list. Right. And write that list down and keep it in your back pocket or keep mm -hmm. it in your playbook, keep it in your phone in a file yeah. you can find because every now and then you need to remind yourself like, Hey, the love of God is just being poured out mm. into my heart like water onto a plant. Right. I am not in trouble with God. We're right. just good. And like I have a VIP access into Gracetown. Right. I don't say Graceland because that's a whole different thing. Yeah. It's a whole different thing. And I, I 
this is encouraging for me because I don't, I think for, I think it's easy just in the world to get there in a roundabout way as believers. Okay. To get to where you're talking about, but going, but not going the, the, the direct path to that. Like if I'm not feeling that, if I'm not doing well, if I'm, you know, if I forget that I have a direct access to grace town, like I have a, I have a garage door opener. I just got to hit the button, <laughs> yeah. you know, but instead I'm going to try to climb in through the fourth story window by going right. up the trellis to get there. And I want to be quicker at just like, Oh, let's go straight there instead of having to remember through backdoor access that I can go straight there. Yeah. I don't know if that made sense. No, it totally did. Hey, thanks. If you had, if you had a VIP access on the Eras tour of Taylor Swift and you got to hang out before the show and, and she said, tell you what, we've made the set list, but request a song. What song would you request? Cardigan. I knew you were going to say Cardigan. I, I mean, it's probably like, it's probably in my like top 20 songs of all time. It's just so good. I'm a big Sweet Nothing guy right now. Oh, it's really good, too. Sweet Nothing is a cool song. I mean, I mean like, Antihero is, like, the flavor of the week for me, though. I, sure. I really love it. Do you think Taylor listens to this podcast? Maybe. We don't We don't have proof of that. There's no that. proof that it's not true. Yeah, we don't have any... There's it's no a, reason it to It wouldn't believe. be fair for us to say she doesn't. It wouldn't be nice, because we don't know what Taylor's Here's what I'm saying. Taylor, listening. if you listen to this show... Yeah, clearly. Just find find a way to make that known to us. I'm not saying you have to sponsor yeah. us. I'm not saying you have to advertise nope. us in any way. I nope. just need there needs to be a nugget drop somewhere. Like, yeah, she's the queen of like nug drops. Oh, there's like I, I'm telling you, in 25 years there will be college, there will be collegiate courses breaking down the all the nugs that are dropped in her concept albums. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, today's show has been brought to you by Midnight's by Taylor Swift. Also, folklore. by Folklore because yeah, Folklore's fantastic. Folklore's it's in my top five albums of all time, and it's only been out two years. That that's a big statement. Wow. You know, I'll say it. It's just it's top to bottom, just fantastic. So I'll skip over illicit affairs. It's just not my thing. But the rest of them, I'm like, golly, you just did this so well. This is so good. Well said. Yeah. Um, today's podcast has also been brought to you by Dollywood just because we love Dollywood and it's Christmas time also Christmas time is here one word playlist on Spotify we've been advertising that playlist for by probably four years also collaborative playlist by Lee Younger <laughs> um, there's some good nugs on that one there are there are two versions of um, A Cradle in Bethlehem on that mm. playlist one by the the ugh, just untouchable, peerless Nat King Cole, and one by Sarah Groves. I love the Sarah Groves one. Beautiful. They're both There's beautiful. A, if you're going to get every color of the rainbow, mostly jazz. <laughs> but also, there's like a little mostly bit cone. of... Mostly cone. Anyways. Hey, thanks for joining us. I'm Lee. I'm Thomas. This has been Ancient and New. Come now, fount of every blessing. To my heart to sing thy praise Streams of mercy never ceasing Call for
Stay. 